Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your loving kindness. Thank you, Lord, for your peace that surpasses all understanding. Thank you for who you are to us. Thank you for what you do for us. Thank you for being God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your faithfulness. It's from everlasting to everlasting. Thank you for being faithful, even when we are not faithful. We give you all the glory. Thank you for not giving up on us. Honor and adoration to your name. We celebrate you, O oh God. We magnify your name, O oh God. We lift you up on high, O oh God. Thank you for everything, Lord. Thank you for everything. Lord, this morning, Lord, we've come again. We've come here at, at your presence to fellowship, at your presence to learn, at your, at your, at, at your presence to be refreshed, to be refilled, to be lifted up. Father, Lord, please, Lord, we ask, Lord, that do unto us, O God, exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ever ask or think, O God, according to the power that works in us. In the mighty name of Jesus, breathe upon your word. Do what only you can do. At the end, O Lord, we promise to return all the glory, all the honor, and all adorations back to you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we've prayed and worshipped. Amen, 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 amen. Please be seated as we turn our Bibles to Psalms chapter 1, from verses 1 to 6. Psalms chapter 1, from verses 1 to 6. Psalms chapter 1. From verses 1 to 6. Um, let me quickly um, celebrate. You know, this morning when he came up to take the opening prayer, you know, there's this way he talks. He talks like a pastor. You know, it is punk. <laughs> you know, every time he comes up, I just laugh whenever I hear him. You know, then, um, Hebrews 10. 35. Is that not the scripture you read? Hebrews 10, 35. Hebrews 10, 35. This is the confidence we have. The confidence you and I have. That confidence. The confidence we have in him. Is <laughs> in the Lord. We think we want to celebrate him for a very great job last Sunday. Celebrate him. Were you not blessed? Psalms chapter 1. Today I'll be speaking on the blessed man. The blessed man. The blessed man. The blessed man. Psalms chapter 1 from verses 1 to 6. Psalms chapter 1 from verses 1 to 6. The blessed man. Um, today we'll be looking at who is a blessed man. I'll be looking at the characteristics of a blessed man. Who is a blessed man? I'll look at some of the characters that makes up a blessed man. Who is a blessed man? And um, I'll start this morning by saying that, unfortunately, we live in a world where the only way we quantify blessings are, or is by material substance. The only way we quantify blessings is by material substance. I'm led to share something I've been excited about since last week. I'm led to share with us this morning. AOC will understand when I share it. Um, there's a sister um, who some of us know that have been you know, battling 
with, you know, the first time I saw the sister um, put up a post online, um, um, you know, soliciting for support for um, a medical related um, whatever. I saw it, I was moved. And I wasn't too quick to put up anything for it. I, 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 I have a very structured WhatsApp or social media page. I don't, I don't just put up things. And then before I put up things like that, I want to be sure that um, I'm not just putting it up to make a political statement or whatever. So I've been praying for her. I've been reaching out to her. So one day I called her, one day about three or four weeks ago, I called her. I said, um, um, let's go somewhere, let's go somewhere, let's go somewhere together. Let's go somewhere together, um, somewhere around Lagos, Ibadan Expressway, and um, put up, put some of your documentations together, put them together. Um, let's see what we can, let's see what strings we can pull. And then um, we did, we did all we could do, blah, blah, blah. You know, not up to two days. Not within two to five days. You know, normally she's been sending letters to that particular quarter and um, no response. Not up to two to three days, two to five days. To be, to be safe, you know, something scary happened from that quarter. So a blessed man is not only by um, material substance, it's not only by whatever. Number one, it's about, um, number, it's, it's about even what you can make happen for others without a penny in your pocket. That's one blessing. That's one way to be a blessed man or woman. What you can, what God can use you to make happen for other people. What God can use you to make happen for other people. I tell people and I say it with a lot of confidence. I don't, I don't, I will not, I, I, when I want to put a call through to anyone, no matter how highly placed, I open my number and I don't I believe, so, I believe so strongly that if nobody takes my call, if they don't take my call, that's very perfect. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But I don't, I try as much as possible to, you know, the brand, Joseph, I try to separate it from the brand, PJ or whatever. It's so important to me what comes to anybody's mind when they hear the name Joseph. It's so important to me what somebody, how somebody responds to my call whenever I put a call through to them. It's so important to me. And I'm sure um, many of us will understand what I'm trying to say. So who is a blessed man? It is not just by um, the number of millions or billions you have in your account. It's not about the number of educational uh, degrees you have be, um, in front of your name. It's not even about physical achievement only. A blessed man, a blessed man according to Psalms 1, verse 1 to 6. A blessed man according to chap Psalm chapter 1, from verse 1 to 6. So we are taking our text this morning from the book of Psalms chapter 1, 
from verse 1 to see, verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Verse 3, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, and his leaf shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. And verse 4, the Bible says, the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. And verse 5, therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Verse 6, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I saw, before I explain that scripture and give us what, what I have today, again, I'm also, I saw something in the course of the week, was it this week or last week, on social media. Pastor visited Kaduna. And um, you know, I saw a photo of him and a particular governor who had been labeled anti-Christian. So I saw a photo of him. The man had this posture. And then I looked at the caption underneath his post. Underneath Pasadebo's post. Amadebo posted and said that uh, we went to Kaduna to visit or to see our children who were just um, released by kidnappers. You can go and check that uh, Pasadebo's page. And, and he wrote there, which made me laugh. I won't say anything after that one. And I said, Why we are in Kaduna? The governor appealed to us. So I wonder why they had to stress the appeal part of the story. I'm sure you get my message. <laughs> A blessed man. A blessed man. Number one, who is a blessed man? A blessed man is a man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. A blessed man is a man who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. <laughs> what is the meaning of the word counsel? Counsel is also the same thing as advice. In order to drive it home or to break it down, counsel is just the same thing as advice. And that leads me to asking this morning, who are your advisors? Who are your counselors? Your advisors will determine how blessed you are or how blessed you will be. Who are the people you run to for advice? Who are the people you run to for counsel? Your advisors will determine how blessed you are or how blessed you will be. And I believe so strongly that one thing, one area of your life that you cannot afford to be sentimental about is the person you go to for advice. 
one area of your life where you cannot afford to be sentimental about is the person or the people you go to for advice. Yorubas have a saying, and I'll say it in English, that if a man, come, if someone comes to you and tells you that I want to give you clothes, Yoruba says you should look at the one he is wearing first. So in other words, if he is putting on a tattered cloth, I'm sure all he will have to offer you will be a tattered cloth. And I believe the reason why they say you should look at the one he's putting on first is that because you want to ask yourself, do you want to look like this person? So one area of your life where you cannot afford to be sentimental about is the people you go to for advice or counsel. Why do I think so? Because a wrong counsel can jeopardize your entire destiny. A wrong counsel can jeopardize your entire destiny. <laughs> I, 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 see, I see a lot of young pastors after preaching in church. Um, 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 anyone who wants to see me, line up there, queue up. And I'm like, ha. Because one of the things I'm most careful about as a human being, if you have had a conversation with me before, you know, when it comes to giving advice, sometimes I tell them, can I go and can I ask somebody to be double sure what I'm telling you is the truth? Can I pray about it first? Can I, can I, can I, do I have your permission to? The Bible says in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. But you must be careful who you go to for counsel or for advice. Psalms 25 and verse 5. Psalms 25 and verse 5. Psalms chapter 25 and verse 5. The Bible says, lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. And on thee I wait on all day. Let's look at Psalms 55, 12 to 14. It, it, it drives the point home better than what we have here. That says, for it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have, I, 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 I could have burned it. Neither was it, the, was it he that hated me, hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. Verse 13, but it was thou, a man, my equal, my guide, my acquaintance. Verse 14, we took sweet counsel together and walked into the house of God in company. So it is not, oftentimes, it is not even once enemy that will, mis, that will mislead somebody. It is not even once enemy that will give somebody the wrong counsel. It is somebody you, so that's why one needs to be careful. You cannot be too careful who you listen to. You cannot be too careful who you go to for advice. You cannot be too careful who you go to for counsel. It is so very important if you can get this part of your life right. You get every other part of your life right. And this is not saying that you shouldn't, you should become so big and not to reach out when you need counsel. But sometimes, when even, whenever you get counsel, or whenever you get counsel, also, go back, table it before God 
and find out if that's what God is even saying for your life at the time. Number two, who is a blessed man? Is a man who doesn't stand in the path of sinners. Is a man who doesn't stand in the path of sinners. What does it mean to stand in the path of sinners? It means doing what sinners do. Is a man who doesn't do what sinners do. It means is a man who doesn't go to places where sinners go to. It means it's a man who doesn't drink what sinners drink. It means it's a man who doesn't eat what sinners eat. It means it's a man who, uh, who is totally consecrated to God. Because God Almighty expects a clear distinction between his children and the ungodly. And that, uh, 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 that brings me to the next point. It doesn't mean that we should avoid, in quotes, sinners totally. It doesn't mean we should avoid them totally. Because if, we, if, we, if somebody avoided us too, we probably would not be saved today. But what does, what, 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 what does it mean? It could mean that we have not just permitted to do things the way they do things. It could mean that we are just not permitted to say things the way they say things. It could mean that we are not just permitted to dress the way they dress. It could mean that we are not permitted to, to, to live the kind of lifestyle that they are living. But it doesn't mean we should run away from them. It doesn't mean we should judge them. You don't have God's permission to judge anyone. I don't equally have God's permission to give up on anyone. What does it mean to stand in the path of sinners? For example, of course, we are all young boys here. If at this level you still give your room to somebody to, to sharply run one babe, yes, you can say that you are not the one who committed the act. You are standing in the path of sinners. In the place of marriage, if you, if you say that, ah, I want to marry this person, I want to marry him so that I can change him, first of all, you must understand that nobody has the power to change anybody. And what you couldn't change while you were cutting, what gives you the assurance that you can change when you get married to that fellow? Number three, who is a blessed man? A blessed man is a man who doesn't sit with scoffers. A blessed man is a man who doesn't sit with scoffers. Who is a scoffer? Who is a scoffer? Who is a scoffer? A scoffer is a word often used in the Bible to describe a person who is proud. To describe a person who rejects God's true wisdom. So his pride comes from the place of rejecting God's true wisdom. That's who a scoffer is. That says only a foolish person will say that there is no God. Only a foolish person will not accept the lordship of the almighty God. A scoffer is someone who rejects true wisdom. In other words, it's opposite to faith. I was telling a friend of mine, long maybe last year, 
I said to him, during lockdown, I said, you are too logical to be a Christian. If everything you see in the Bible, you have to, it has to make sense to you before you apply it. You are close to being a scoffer. Or there may not be any difference between you and a scoffer. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit, one of these days, we'll talk about these things. It's not, sometimes the Holy Spirit tells you certain things that doesn't, I can't say the word. It doesn't look like it makes complete it. You said it. So, a scoffer is a proud person. James chapter 4 and verse 6. The Bible says, God resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble. It takes humility to serve God that you have not seen. When, I, when, we talk, when people talk about humility, I don't like to talk about pride and humility. When you talk about humility, if people think that humility is um, when you see um, somebody who, who you are much older than, maybe you are five years older than somebody, and you are almost entering the ground, that's madness. We are in Africa. I, can't, I won't prostrate for, a, for somebody who I'm five years older than. All in the name of trying to uh, model one fake humility. Except maybe the person now happens to hold a spiritual office over me. God expects that to do. But, oh, and now see David. Brother David. That's drama as far as I'm concerned. But the real humility, it takes humility to serve God. It takes humility to accept the lordship of God. It takes humility to totally surrender to God. And guess what? Something about that humility before God is that if you don't humble yourself willingly, you will humble yourself by force. Ask Jonah. Ask Jonah. Jonah wanted the message that God sent him. He wanted, he wanted to add logic to it. He wanted it to make sense. He said, why will you send me to Nineveh? Nineveh, those people are Nineveh. You didn't send me to Banana Island in Tashish, where nice people, when nice connections are. I hope you know now that people now go to church now, not to look for God, to look for connection. We now go to church to look for connection. <laughs> I can't go to that church. They don't have uh, bank CEOs there. You, are limi you have limited yourself automatically. Who says you can't be the bank CEO everybody will be chasing after? They are not on my level. Ha! Huh. They are not on my level. That's why if there's any prayer I pray to God, as a man of God, as a minister of God, that that prayer, that God Almighty, please help me. As if the reason why you have to bless me is so that I don't look up to any church member before I eat. 
please. That's when you now start monitoring somebody's offering. At that level, you monitor it. He gave one cupboard today. It's not the one. <laughs> that one gave one. He gave hundred thousand today. Ah, it's our person. Somebody say, God forbid. First Peter five. From verses five to six. First Peter five five to six. First Peter five five to six. Bible says that. First Peter five five to six. Bible says. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourself unto the elder. Ye, all of you, subject one to another and be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. You know, I'm just showing us this scripture. Anything you see in the Bible more than once is a serious matter. Anything you can find in different places in the Bible. You can find them more than once. Then it's a matter that you shouldn't joke with. A blessed man will not sit with scoffers. It's because scoffers are proud people to God. And God resists the proud. So why do you want to make friends with someone that God has resisted? Because did that possess something that day? I mean, somebody posted, I can't even remember who, but I think it was Didi. <laughs> he said, uh, my friend, who is not your friend, or something, he's not supposed to know my business, or something, I mean, your friend, who is not my friend. You know, they just rhyme all these things these days, and put together, and just dump it on WhatsApp, like that, for some of us to digest. Your friend, who is not my friend, should not know about my business. So if, put that statement together. Why are you rolling with somebody that God has resisted? So a blessed man is a man who doesn't sit with scoffers. If somebody comes to me now and says to me, these days I'm just a baby boy and I'll be a baby boy for life. Somebody tells me now that, somebody tells me now that, ah, PJ, um, there's no God. I'll just say, well, thank you. We move. What do you expect me to say to him? What do you expect me to Ah, PJ, oh, that, I know some friends who still say that, eh, bili, bili, bili. Somebody, uh, those pastors, they are gynico, they are gynico. I'm not going to church again. I'm not going to, uh, And I, I told one one day, because he keeps disturbing me with that statement. All those pastors, they are gynico, gynico. Hey, they, one where's Gucci? One where's gynico? One where's brother? I just said to him, I said, go and read John 3, 16. Did you hear Pastor Adebe's name there? Did you see Pastor this one there? So why are you stressing my life? What does John 3, 16 say? For God so loved the world, and he gave his only begotten son. So is it pastor that died for you? Why do you want to kill yourself over a pastor? 
Because the truth of the matter is that some of these things, it may not make sense to you. If you keep focusing, you channeling your energy to that area. God forbid, if God comes and meets you there, that person is not going to heaven. You don't know whether the pastor has knelt down and begged God. That God, sorry, I stole money and bought Gucci. God, forgive me. Have mercy on me. And something happened, you, you see in heaven, and the person who is busy is on the other side. God says, my ways are not your ways. He didn't say, I've not seen in the scripture where God said he needed lawyers on earth that would defend him. So if you say that because of that, you are not going to church. I know, I have seen a lot of young people who say that to me. I'm not going to church again. Ha! Ah, I'm not going to church again. Ha! Ah, I'm tired. Tired of what? Tired of what? Tired of what exactly? Tell the person, beside, don't be a scoffer. So anyone who rejects God or the wisdom of God is an enemy of God. Anyone who rejects God and rejects the wisdom of God is an enemy of God. Why? Because the Bible says the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of man. It is dangerous to sit or to form a lie with an enemy of God. It is dangerous. You say, wait, it's dangerous to hate on a beloved of God. It is dangerous to sit and form ally with an enemy of God. It is equally dangerous to sit down and form um, and start planning coup against a beloved of God. As a beloved, beloved of God, don't fight. God fights for them. Who is the... Let's, go, let's talk politics this morning. But I have interest in that area. As we proceed, you will you'll find out. So now, if you want to live well and live fine in Portacourt... You now say that you are Rotimi Amechi's best friend. And you now start doing friendship again with Governor Wiki. What are the characters that makes up a blessed man? Number one, what are the characters that makes up a blessed man? Number one, he is satisfied in the Lord. Psalms 1 and verse 1a. He is satisfied in the Lord. It doesn't matter whether he has houses in Banana Island or not. But he is satisfied in the Lord. For the Lord, Psalm 1 verse 1a, sir. Thank you. He is satisfied in the Lord. He is favored by God and he is fulfilled in God. A blessed man is satisfied in the Lord. A blessed man is favored by God. I was 
I was on the road yesterday and God told me something yesterday. And I believe God will want me to share it with us this morning. So, you know, I was just talking to myself. And I said, I was just talking to myself in the garden. I said, going for, I want to be myself. I want to be myself. I want to live my best life. And then, um, you know, God's response to me, you know, I heard audibly clear yesterday. He said that. And God started telling me that there's difference between living your life or living your best life and living your best life under God. Number two, character of a blessed man. You know, those some things in the church, they are caught in the presence of God. They catch them. You can't teach them in one day. Number two, character of a blessed man is that he is separated from the world. The B part of it said, it was not a man that worked in the council of the ungodly. He is separated from the world. It doesn't mean that when you now see somebody who you think is a sinner, you should run away from that person. I'm not, not that. But you should not pattern your life after them. You should not pattern your life after certain people. I, 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 I'm, I'm always close to tears. When you ask people who are Christians, who say they are Christians, tongue-talking, demon-chasing, who is your mentor? When I say it's going to decay. He is separated from the world. How is he separated from the world? By refusing secular beliefs. It's a, 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 the, one of the characters of a wise, of a blessed man, is he refuses secular beliefs. Our belief is it's the root of, the, of every blessed man's belief must be found in the word of God. So he refuses every secular beliefs. He refusing every sensual behavior. Sense won't kill me. I too get sense. And refusing shameful benefits. A blessed man. The man who will refuse every shameful benefit. Who are you when no one is watching? And number three, which is the last one. A blessed man is saturated in the world. Psalm 1 and verse 2. He is saturated in the world. He is saturated in the world. The Bible says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate in day and night. Psalms 119 and verse 11. Psalms 119 and verse 11. Yes, Psalm 119 and verse 11. The Bible says, the word of God have I eat in my heart. Yes. So that I will not sin against you. Verse 105 of Psalms 119. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So, 
a blessed man is, and why did he say light unto your path? Because if there is light and you can see clearly, you will not stumble. Is saturated in the word. Number one, his delight is in the word. Number two, he is dwelling in the word. He is dwelling in the word. He is dwelling in the word. One thing about, you know, Pastor Debwe is that if you go and see him, share the most beautiful idea with him. You will not desert. Fantastic. Lovely. Very good, my son. Can I pray about it and get back to you? Because not every good idea is a God idea. If it looks sometimes too good to be true, it may not be true. Number three, and the last one, he said digging in the word. So number one, you have delight in the word, dwelling in the word, and digging in the word. Verse three of Psalms chapter one. Digging in the word. Digging in the word. The only time some of us open our Bibles is when we come to church. Well done. And it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in its season, for its leaf shall not wither. When you are reading this verse 3, always focus on this one, this part. This part. This part is where the message is. So the reason why his leaf will not wither is because he is planted by the riverside of water. I hope so many of us know how to read Bible, shah. When I say know how to, I'm not saying in English. Must be able to milk out the message in every verse. So if you want to read a verse like this, for example, start from here. His leave will not wither. It's a mathematical equation. So you say his leave will not wither. His leave will not wither. Okay, what's the formula? The reason why the, will will not, the leave will not wither is because it's planted by the riverside of water. And if his leave doesn't wither, it means that whatsoever he does, shall prosper. Make sense? Make sense? At least some of you don't read Bible at home, so let's read it in church. <laughs> and in conclusion this morning, a blessed man is a man who lives, number one, a purposeful life. A purposeful life. A purposeful life. I'm not going to to waste my time, sorry. I'm not going to you know, do all those jokes. What's your purpose? Where do you see yourself in? I'm not a motivational speaker. But you know if you have purpose. You will know if you are living a life of purpose. You know where you are coming from. And you know if you are going somewhere or you are stuck. Many people in church today, they are stuck. They need help. Many people in the church today are stuck. 
a young man came to meet me recently and said to me, he said, every time I wake up, every time we go to bed, I pray, I always pray that money should not come. I think money should not come for you. I said, why? He said, I, I don't know. It's just same old, I don't want to say the last thing he said. But it starts with S and H. There's an I in front of it. <laughs> it says same old something. A blessed man lives a life of purpose. And guess what? Something about purpose is that at today, it may not even look like it yet. It may not look like it is even taking shape yet. But a man who is on a purposeful journey sees beyond today. Sees beyond today. Have you seen? See us at all today? Yeah. You see that year when they first gave her mic? You would think mic has venom inside it and swallow people. I'm telling you the truth. How many of you knew us at all that year? Well, I'm sorry, it's not your own. <laughs> it's not that. But look at progress. Look at transformation. Look at what is happening today. A blessed man is a man who lives a purposeful life. He knows where he's going. He may not look like it today, but he knows he's going somewhere. One of the things you must say to yourself, you must say to God, must call God for a management meeting. If you say that God is the only one who cannot mismanage your life, so that means God is part of the management of your life. Call for management meeting. God, Alpha, this thing is not looking like it now. What's going on? I know it's you, Sha. You must check. And if God has something to say to you that maybe... I, I like to say it in Yoruba. One word I just found in Yoruba. That you are now deviating. And from there, you can also iron it out with the, with the CEO. And say, God, I am sorry. This is this, this is. And it brings you back on track. And God specializes in bringing people back on track. A blessed man is a man who lives a purposeful life. A blessed man is a life who lives a positive life. If you are on a purpose journey, if you are, if you, if you, if a man of purpose, you see positivity in everything around you. You see positivity. Now, a lot of people marry, now want to marry. A pastor was doing marriage bombarding on the internet last week. And I saw a question he asked. Say, be honest with yourself. Do you really want to get married or you want to run out of poverty? <laughs> or you are trying to escape from poverty? But many people, all they are looking for is I was 
in someone's house. Someone. One Monday, to name baby. And I remembered how faithful God is. When I name, went to name first baby, he was inside Shomolu on Bariga Road. I couldn't even park my car because they were doing gutter. When I went to name the baby recently, cozy area, cozy house. Did you or you don't like the house? The house is where they say call or girl for uh, at the gate. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a house that you just walk in. It's a color guy. <laughs> Cozy. Lovely. Beautiful. <laughs> so a man on purpose lives a positive life. Many people, like the man asked, I had to, that question was playing on my head all through the week. Joseph asked you, are you really, is it marriage? You are looking for, you want to escape poverty. The truth of the matter is that some of us, if Dangote's daughter should come now, we may, we may not pray about it. <laughs> ah, escape, Nye. <laughs> but a man on purpose, a man living a life of purpose, is a positive man. I won't lie to you. The day AOC told me he wanted to get married, you can ask him. The first question I asked him was, are you sure? And he knows why I asked him, are you sure? Can you remember? I said, are you sure? And I asked him again, have you really... So another randomly, again, another day I called him, and said, that thing you told me, were you joking? <laughs> have you really prayed... About it. Am I lying? I said, have you really prayed about it? I know why. Now we we. But look at the story today. You see, it's now growing chick. <laughs> a blessed man lives a predictable life. A blessed man lives a predictable life. Number one, the first P is purposeful. The second P is positive. The third P is predictable. What are you hiding? What is... <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I like my privacy. <laughs> like my, you that have not discovered yourself, what are you keeping private? <laughs> What's, if they even... If they even invade your privacy, what would they find? <laughs> what would they find? I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't like anybody's my business. Is there even any business? <laughs> and the fourth P, before we start dwelling on it for too long, is productive. A blessed man lives a productive life. <laughs> I will say, I've said it before many times, and I'll say it again. Jumping up and down, you can be busy doing nothing. And I'll give you an example. Have you been to one of these banks that claim that they've been around before those other banks? I don't want to name names. Some started with, their name of one starts with U. One starts with F. <laughs> you see, sisters. 
everybody will be jumping up and down. And the queue will be so long. Nobody is attending to anybody. You can't be busy doing nothing. Just going forward and going backward, going forward and going backward. A blessed man lives a productive life. We must charge ourselves on tomorrow, starting from tomorrow. When you're about to go to bed, buy a jotter. On my workstation in my house, I have a jotter. Ask yourself, what have you really, really done today? How close are you this last, this 24 hours you just enjoyed? How close did it move you to that place where you are going, where God is taking you? We must, if you say you want to, you, you must first be accountable to yourself before you can even be accountable to someone else. If at the end of the month, take that jota, I, I can't bet you because we are not allowed to bet. But I assure you, that your outlook on a lot of things will change. Your outlook on a lot of things will change. There are places I will not go again. Not pride. There are some gardens. Many of us know all these gardens. They are just going there. So that they won't talk. Let them talk. Let them talk. You can use your time for something better. If it's not important, it's not important. Let them talk. You want to have spoken before? How many bills has that paid? Productive. At the end of every day, check it. Look at it. What is? I have a routine now. When I wake up in the morning, I drive first to the gym to, re to just have this mental reset. I just see that lately I just get tired a lot. Then after the gym, now sit down. Uh -huh. I have meeting with this one at 11. I have meeting, you know, this one I have meeting with by 11. What's the, what's the, what am I going to say there? And if you have followed me on visitation before as a pastor, you'll understand that my time, I value it so much. Cha! The other get to the place. We came to see you. How are you? God bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Peace be unto this home. We are moving to the next location. Straight up. It's not time to see that. <laughs> Some jokes are too dry and can put you in trouble. All in the name of trying to buy time. That's a sad joking. <laughs> you know, they, you and see are not in that le uh, level of relationship. You know, like, <laughs> Yeah, great chico. You look at it. Ah, are you okay? Who are the And lastly, a blessed man lives a prosperous life. The Bible says in Third John, I wish for you above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Prosperity is not a function of money alone. Money is good, though. Don't get it wrong, though. Money is good. But that's not the yardstick at which prosperity is measured. I didn't attend Let's Go Fishing because I wanted to name baby that body. And um, on 
doctor's recommendation, I needed to take time to rest. When Oga called and said, ah, we didn't see her, let's go. I said, I went to name a bill. And then immediately I left there, I, I, I went home, took off my clothes, turned on the AC, and I slept all day at doctor's. And he said to me, ah, ha, ha. If you do this work well, all these doctors said, doctors said, won't be there. I said, thank you, sir. <laughs> I said, thank you, sir. God bless you. <laughs> Jesus said, God wants us to live a prosperous life, a structured life, a life that we can be proud of, even on the last day. May the Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Shall we rise and take a declaration from Deuteronomy 28 from verse 3. Deuteronomy 28 from verses 3 to, 4, 3 to 12. So anywhere you see thou, put high there. Anywhere you see you, put high there. It's a very, very great declaration. You can take even beyond church. Declare this powerful blessing upon yourself. One, two, go. Blessed shall I be in the city, and blessed shall I be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of my body, and the fruit of my ground, and the fruit of my cattle, the increase of my kind. Blessed shall my basket be, and my store. Blessed shall I be when I come in, and blessed shall I be when I go out. The Lord shall cause my enemies that rise up against me to be smitten before my face. They shall come against me in one way and flee before me in seven ways. The Lord shall command a blessing upon me in my storehouses and in and all a lot I set my hands to do. He shall bless me in the land which the Lord has given me. The Lord shall establish me a holy people up unto himself as he has sworn unto me if I shall keep his commandment of the Lord and walk in his ways. Verse 10. And all the people of the earth shall see that I call the name of the Lord and shall be afraid of me. And the Lord shall make me plenteous in goods in the fruit of my body, and in the fruit of my cattle, and in the fruit of my ground, and in the land in which the Lord swore unto my fathers to give me. The Lord shall open up his good treasures, the heaven to give me rain unto my land in a season, and to bless all the work of my hands. And I shall lend unto many nations, and I shall not borrow. Anyone that you can remember, declare it unto yourself. Anyone you can remember. If you need to look at the Bible again, look at it. Declare that blessing confidently. Declare the blessing confidently. Declare unto yourself. Declare unto yourself. By extension, you can declare to members of your family. Blessed shall I be in the city. Blessed shall be my land. The fruit of my body is blessed. Everything I lay my hands upon shall be blessed. I will lend unto many nations. I will not borrow. 
In the mighty name of the Lord will establish me unto himself as a holy people. In the mighty name of Jesus, declare it, declare it.